What's that for? Make sure he's dead. There used to be a time it was hard to tell a comatose person from a dead one. So coroners tied bells to everybody in the morgue. So if they heard a ting, they knew somebody down there wasn't quite ready to go. So why do you have one? Um, I'm, I'm a bit of a traditionalist. Why do you cover his face? There wasn't much of a face left to cover. Point blank gunshot blast tend to do that. Who shot him? Angle of entry suggests he did it to himself until we found strychnine in his system. Judging by the progress it made through his bloodstream, he was already dead by the time somebody blew his face off. Why would anyone do that? Oh, you sound like your boyfriend. Leave the why to the cops and the shrinks. We're just here to find cause of death. No more, no less. which so it makes sense that they'd be. <sighs> Should we talk about this movie? <laughs> wait, wait, what? Hi, who's there? Hello? How are you? Hi! How's it going? Oh, hello. Do you remember 2016? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was four years ago. <laughs> yeah. Who can say what was happening back you then? You know, the I world, started pole dancing. Um, was a crazy place? Yeah. You did. You did do that. I started bowling, which... I think there was an election that year, but I, I really try to block out a lot of those memories. Yeah. Yeah. It was a wild time in America. Yeah. As is right now. Is it going to stop being wild anytime soon? Because I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. I'm ready to get off <laughs> this ride. I'm ready ride. to take a nap. Me too. Yeah. Let's nap. Good a night. whole bunch. Bye. <laughs> Oh wait, just Roll kidding. Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, sweet prince. All right, what movie are we talking about? Uh, what's up? What movie are we talking about? Ooh, the autopsy of Jane Doe. Yeah, we're cutting a girl up this week. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Okay. I guess Coming that's what's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn. I mean, yeah. I feel like this is a. Tell me I'm wrong. This is a movie we've all been like it. talking about watching for ages and then just hadn't gotten. Like, yeah, it when always did this comes, come out? 2017? 2016. 2016. We already talked about this. Um, for a while, when we were doing uh, paired episodes, yeah. uh, it was like up with um, oh, the possession of, of Hannah, Hannah Grace, Grace which right. we haven't seen either. Yeah. yeah. But for the longest time, it was like, oh, okay, autopsy, like something supernatural happening. Right. Kind I of do movies. still want to see that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, But we finally got around to watching it. Yeah, yeah dude. Okay. I didn't realize it has my boy. It's got your boy. Emil Hirsch in it. Yeah. Um, one of your boys this He week. is one of my boys. He's been my boy since The Girl Next Door, which is one of those movies that I honestly couldn't tell you how many times I've seen, but it's probably in the probably triple digits. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about that with Coraline today. Yeah. Because somebody was just like, hey, have you seen the movie Coraline? And I was yeah. like, yeah. The Girl Next Door is just one that I would just put on and fall asleep to like um, every day. Yeah. Because uh, it's a, it's very soothing to watch when you're a, <laughs> when you're like a... I've never a, seen it, so... Just like a horny 21-year-old girl and there's Emile Hirsch and... Um, okay. 
uh, Alicia Cuthbert. Okay. And they're just beautiful little babies. Yeah, no, that tracks. Not really babies. They're like teenage, early 20s, but... Listen, it's everybody a is a baby. It's got a little bit of a wacky Timothy Oliphant in it. He's a fucking... He's chaotic as hell. Yeah. Dude. It's a good time anyway. I should watch that movie. I love that. Have you not seen it? No. <gasps> Can we watch it after this? Maybe. My it's head kind of hurts, so... It's a feel-good movie. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you don't you don't you don't want to feel good. I, I think it's to. mostly that I don't feel good. I think you'll really enjoy it. There's yeah, a, we, we'll, we'll we'll see if uh, like we maybe should play Uno Flip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, I'm okay. not I'm not fully opposed to the idea. Okay. Um anyway. Anyway. Emil Hirsch. Who else? There's some other Brian familiar. Brian Cox. Brian Cox, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who's uh is in succession? Yeah. Um he's and a strong personality. You got the Stannis Baratheon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I don't know who that actor is, but Yeah. But I, I definitely know his face. That's for damn sure. What happens in this movie? Yeah, what happens? Okay, so there's not that many settings. So we just like open on this crime scene mm-hmm. uh, at this house in Virginia. Um, the police and, like, forensic people are, like, walking around. You sort of get the gist that there's, like, four identified bodies. Yeah. And then the sheriff gets called down to the basement where, like, he's shown by one of the other officers that there's, like, this woman that they found who is, like, essentially, like, unharmed-looking, mm-hmm. nude, half-covered in dirt, mm-hmm. and just, like, inexplicably here with this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's the cold open, and then we kind of cut to into, like, the two main characters, which is, like, this father-son team mm-hmm. of coroners who work in this small town, and they're sort of, like, finishing up the work for the night, and the son's name is Austin, and he's, like, kind of about to go out with, like, his girlfriend, basically, for the night. Right. Um, and then kind of at the same time, like the sheriff shows up with the Jane Doe Mm -hmm. and there's sort of like this back and forth where he's just like, ah, I could, I could, you know, stay if you want. And the dad's like, no, you should go. But then like he talks with his girlfriend and he's like, ah, I kind of feel like I should stay. And she's like, oh, are you going to like tell him about like the fact that you are gonna be going? And I don't know. There's like this whole notion of like. The fact that he's not going to be a coroner anymore and he's going to, like, leave right. um, the business. All of that never really, like, comes up again in the movie, um, particularly. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, other things, I feel like, become more pressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he stays and he's going to help out his dad uh, finding out about this Jane Doe. Yeah. And they need to ne- know what's going on before morning because, like, the sheriff is getting going to have all sorts of questions. He's going to have, like, a press conference probably, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so these are some of the discoveries they make when they're investigating this body. Okay. So her eyes are cloudy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her wrists and ankles are fractured with no external signs. Mm-hmm. There's peat under her finger, toenails, and hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sort of go... At, like they kind of explain what that is in the movie. Yeah, it's like a type of soil, but it's like mostly found in like the, the northeast. northeastern U.S. Yeah. yeah, which we're not in. Yeah, yeah. Is it specified where we are? We're in Grantham, Virginia. Virginia. Okay. Okay. So not far from, but far, but like far further, enough. but yeah, further away. Yeah, from where right this should be. 
her tongue is cut out. Mm-hmm. A fly comes out of her nose. Mm-hmm. A fabric a fabric strand is found in her mouth. Did we say we were going to spoil this whole thing? Ooh, this movie Ooh, is going to get spoiled. Going Bye. down the list of what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she has like vaginal cuts in her. She's Oof. like been tortured. Mm-hmm. Um, she's bleeding like she is alive. Mm-hmm. She has a waist that's like smaller than her frame like smaller than what it should be for her body mm-hmm. um they sort of suggest that it could be due to a corset mm-hmm. um she has blackened lungs but mm-hmm. like no external signs again mm-hmm. and scar tissue like all over her internal organs like yeah. she's had like tons mm-hmm. of cuts yeah like yeah. her insides are completely tucked and, yeah and sort of like while all this is happening and like escalatingly so like they're seeing and hearing weird things like little as like they keep kind of delving further into this like the radio keeps turning to this like 1950s like song Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then uh, the son goes to investigate like a sound or something i forget exactly what it was but Mm -hmm. like he goes to investigate and finds like their cat dead and the storm Stanley. stanley and the storm's getting like worse outside yeah. Um, then they Stanley historically has mm. not liked Jane Doe. No. It, yeah. It is known from the get. Mm-hmm. Um, they find Jimson weed in her, which mm-hmm. they say is like a paralyzing agent. Mm-hmm. Um, they find a cloth with like sort of occulty sort of writing on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, and her molar tucked inside, which they noticed before that mm-hmm. like Had been the, removed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the inside of her skin, there's, like, all kinds of, like, occult markings. and Holy like shit, yeah. Just an impossible place for them to be, basically. Yeah, yeah they yeah. literally peel her skin away from, like, her muscles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the power goes Ugh. out. There's, like, a fallen tree that's blocked them inside. Mm-hmm. Um, dead bodies from the morgue start to walk around and, like, terrorize them. Holy and, shit, and dude. Mm-hmm. They kind of, it's just, like, a lot of that going back and forth. And then... As, like, one of them is coming up on the dad, he stabs it, but it turns out it's, like, actually Emma. this Emma, who is, yeah, Austin's girlfriend yeah. from the beginning. Oh, God, that's like, so sad. Like, coming to return for the date. Oh, um, she got axed. And then basically they axed. just, like, come to the conclusion that, like, or at least Austin does, that none of this is going to stop and that they basically just have to continue the autopsy because, like, maybe there was something that she didn't want them to find a way to stop mm-hmm. whatever is happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, so they continue. They see a sample of her brain tissue mm-hmm. and that reveals that she's still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, the cloth that they found earlier folds onto itself and uh, lines up and you can see like the text that it's actually just like a Bible passage. Yeah, it's like Leviticus um, something, right? Yeah. yeah. and Which is any man or woman who consults the spirits of the dead shall be put to death for they are a witch and their blood shall be on their own hands. Yeah. She's a witch. All signs pointing to witch. Yeah. And then, so the father basically kind of comes up with this premise which I think is what the movie is telling us. Mm-hmm. Its premise is is that there were no, you know, witches in Salem, but this uh, ritual torture done to an innocent person created yeah. a witch. Yeah. Right. Which, f- his witch. whole character thing in the movie was like, 
you know, following the facts and yeah. like following logical conclusions. And like, that was just such a leap. And then he's that so I was quick. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, to like jump to this like supernatural thing. Ju- but there is a lot of wild supernatural oh, stuff happening. Sure. I feel like um, we're sense. mostly kind of following Austin's experience of it yeah. for a lot of it, where he seems yeah. to be a little bit more of a believe, like less of a skeptic. Yeah. About yeah. things. Um, Because he's he's seeing all the signs like pretty early and he's just like, maybe we should get out of here. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Um, Yeah. Basically, like the father realizes that there's like kind of no way Mm -hmm. out and he essentially just like pleads with this witch to take Take him, him. can't kill him, him, but like spare his son essentially. Right. And it takes him. It does. And then. Um, Does not grant his wishes. um, Exactly. No. And then. He asks his son to kill him, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Austin kills him, and then that um, scene. Sorry, speaking of like the where she does take the the dad. Holy oh shit! Oh my god! Holy shit! So it's a essentially all of the damage that has been done to her body. Yeah, is very quickly done to yeah, like the father. Yeah. But from the inside. Yep. So it's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's honestly some of the scariest shit I've seen in, in just, some movies. It looks and incredibly it, painful. And it does. Of, and a lot of it, like, there was only so much of it that they showed, but then the rest of it was just sort of being implied by sound design and, like, sound his performance. Sound design, and, exactly. It was and good, like, way to go. good acting. It was good sound design. But because you yeah. had seen all those, like, cuts on the origins like, previously, you could imagine you could what must like, be happening oh, to him. God, yeah. 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 But they showed something for, like, the Like, wrists, wrists and or, ankles oh, and stuff. And it was just like, Yeah. Yeah. I just, I appreciated that sequence because I feel like it really mm-hmm. it really tur- it really took took it up a notch yeah, yeah. yeah and made it feel a little bit more horrific mm-hmm. oh my god so much so, yeah yeah and so sad so sad yeah yeah um but it all kinds of kind of ends up being for nothing because the thing just kind of lures Austin up to the sort of balcony area mm-hmm. and then the Either it does it or it's actually his father as a ghost. Either one, like, mm-hmm. he sees his father, mm-hmm. is shocked, and then, like, falls off the balcony and dies. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, like, next day, sheriff, like, he's essentially, like, kind of a mirror of the first, you know, the cold open. Mm-hmm. Where he's just, like, okay, he sees, like, the scene that, like, you can't really explain. Right. And then they take away the Jane Doe body. Like, one of the other officers yeah, is, like, in there and she wakes up. And, and she's, the radio turns to Oh, that yeah, the song. radio turns to the song. There was, like, another facet, too, where, like, it had been, like, stormy the whole night. Mm-hmm. And oh, oh, yeah. the radio says, like, fifth straight day of sunshine. Yeah. Like, something like that. Or it's just, Oh, like, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. I, I did note that. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, the whole thing was, like, the storm knocked over the tree, which pinned them in Kept there. Kept them in there. Um, but, yeah, they did Jesus, say so that, that it was, like, just so that was all just there. her. Yeah. Her, yeah. 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 I thought that was oh, an interesting cool. touch. Yeah. yeah. I did not hear that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no. Yeah, it was a that, pretty which, quick Which thing. makes it fun. So, it's, like, a little thing that, I, especially, like, on rewatch, like, you would probably notice more likely on your rewatch and be like, oh, yeah. oh ooh. Oh, interesting. Oh. Yeah. So, it gives it a little... Yeah. Rewatch factor. Um, I love the concept of this movie because I feel like, well, I feel like this obviously did have a decent budget. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's the kind of thing that you could probably do on a really low Pretty budget. Pretty low budget. Because yeah. it's mostly, almost all just the one location. Besides yeah. the, the beginning open? crime scene. Yeah. 
Which it's, could be done yeah. in a day. Yeah, exactly. And then the rest of it is all like this one building. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely um, makes it like way more doable. And the fact that they were in a place where this heavily motivated lighting could mm-hmm. make sense. The fact yeah. that they were just like in this little area. So it's just like, okay, this overhead soft light. Mm-hmm. And then your I don't know, your characters are pretty much stationary and yeah. lit the whole movie. But it's, yeah. but it's like mostly, yeah, this like basement kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I also, I always appreciate when stories are like minimal characters too. Uh-huh. Because I feel like, I feel like, because in the, in the same way that like I don't like brought these movies up before, I'll bring them up again, like Friday the 13th and like Halloween movies, uh-huh. um, is because they set up a huge cast yeah. to have a high body count. No, I feel like this was yeah. really great too because they also had really good actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the main two actors being like Brian Cox and Emile Hirsch, mm-hmm. they're both like very established, good at what they do. So I feel like they had like a good dynamic together. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Um, Austin and his girlfriend. I feel like that oh, was that like was a very good. realistic chemistry between them. Dude, that actress has a uh, an incredible name. Oh yeah, what is it? Um, only look it up. Her name is um Ophelia Lovibond. Hmm. Dang. Yeah, I saw that. She like, has like a ton of credits. What a fucking incredible name! <clears throat> and like, yeah. if that's your birth name, like you're given a stage name right off the bat. Yeah, that's incredible. I, uh, yeah, I felt like I, their chemistry between each other was really, yeah, felt really realistic. It, it felt real. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. I feel like the acting was like elevated it to where like if it was like a lower budget production and they mm-hmm. couldn't afford like real actors, like I could see where like the movie maybe goes a little more wrong. Totally, if the acting's like kind of not. The, uh, yeah. There. No. The yeah. The acting really elevated because they definitely make it this convincing watch where it's like you just believe that like they yeah. do have all this knowledge of mm-hmm. like when they're like kind of trying to figure out like initially like what their first thoughts on this were right like the whole angle of it being like sex trafficking kind right. of and oh like, yeah yeah mm-hmm. how they have yeah. like all their like notes they're like recording video they have like a chalkboard going they're like taking samples looking under a microscope and like yeah. It's yeah. like, like a whole process. Yeah, it felt very convincing. Yeah. You guys like this movie? I did like this movie. I did. I also, I appreciated that it was, because it's like, it's not, I think it's like an hour 36. Yeah. Um. So it's not like a super long movie, but I felt like so much. No, it's tight. Was a lot packed happens. into it. Yeah. And it was like well executed. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Like the the writing just at baseline, the writing was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then everybody beyond that executed everything in like the best way that they possibly could. Yeah. Um I also and it turned out great. Liked that like I feel like how scary it is is like incredibly subjective. I could definitely see a lot of people watching this and just being like it wasn't scary at all. For yeah. sure. I feel like um, a lot of people I uh I talked to a lot of different people about um Veronica. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of people a, a lot of people were just like, it's the scariest movie I've ever seen. But a lot of people were just like, it was. It's, there's, it's not at all. It's not at all scary. Because I think scares and horror are so subjective. We've talked for about sure. this a bunch of times. But I think for this movie, like even beyond that, like just like all the reveal, all the information, mm-hmm. like keeps it interesting. Like it's a good mystery. Yeah. yeah. And I, I would say like if it had a weak point, it was like almost when it did get to more of the horror stuff and less yeah. the mystery stuff. Yeah, I think so. Just because like. Like I've when seen all the better, like, bodies I, are around. Yeah. yeah. I've seen better execution of like stuff. Like, it was still very scary though. It's, yeah. It was super <clears throat> tense. Yeah. I I feel like the hardest part about a lot of horror like movies and TV shows that I've seen is 
people nailing the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, you know, like the acting can be great, the writing can be great, but like if you don't get like this tension just yeah. right, it doesn't land for me. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's what I struggle finding like I like in movies the most. Uh-huh. Um, but I feel like this, it got it. It got like the tension just yeah. right. Yeah. And it like, it just, it just did it. It did, it did things. It did. Um, that I really liked. Yeah, I had a good time watching it. What do you guys think about the scene, like, when the girlfriend wants to go back into the morgue and, like, see one of the bodies and the dad comes out? Oh, that was kind of just an interesting, like, creation of tension. So she, like, is curious about what Austin's doing and he's trying to be, like, you don't want to see yeah. any of this shit because, like, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And she's like, no, I want, I want to see it. And, yeah. like... Yeah, Brian Cox's character just let being her like, see it. just let her see it. Um, but like at the last minute, just like spooking her. Yeah. yeah. So she doesn't actually see it. Yeah, which is for the best. Because it's like there's um there's one body that they're autopsying that has basically its face caved in. Yeah. Um, it was a, a self-inflicted shot. Right, that's right. But then they also have like the lore about the bell on the toe. Mm-hmm. Um, where in, like in case you don't know, it's like one of those, like, classic things that you do to a dead body just in in case. Back in old times when we couldn't really tell as well. You couldn't always tell when someone was dead, and then that way, if they're alive, they can make a sound. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, she's, like, going to see the face, and Brian Cox just, like, rings that bell, freaks her out. She doesn't get to see it. No, which Which is I feel like it's probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't didn't need that. Yeah. Um, And I I don't think she needed it. No, I don't think so either. I did like the moment, too, where uh, earlier, um, when Austin is talking about, like, going to go see a movie with his girlfriend, and he was just like, you know, oh, when was, what was the last movie you saw, Dad? Mm -hmm. And he (laughs) responds, He responds with, uh, she has Alzheimer's and he's building her a house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, all right, the notebook, got it, heard. (laughs) Yep, that's the one. That was the last movie you've seen. Yeah. Damn. What a problematic movie that is. It is! (laughs) Ah! Uh, Damn. Um, do you think this movie passes the Bechdel's house? No. No, no, not at all. Absolutely, I think there's only not. one named female, unless you think her name's just Jane. Unless, yeah, but also <laughs> she doesn't speak. She does not speak. So um, that doesn't even. Did you guys think that she was going to at some point get up or do something? Yes. Yeah, I right? did. Yeah. I did, I but that. I like that she didn't. I know that is interesting. I yeah. feel like that makes it a little bit more creepy. Yeah, because all like there's for so long they're just heavily implying and then basically telling you that like she is She's not alive. dead. Yeah, yeah so which I was just... saying from pretty early in the autopsy, I was like, yeah. uh, but we're like, looking for much... a supernatural thing because totally. yeah. we know that's what's coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, but especially when they found the what was it like Jimson? Yeah, weed, oh, like yeah. the paralyzing thing. Yeah. I was like. Holy shit. Because there's also, while they're doing the autopsy, they're focusing a lot on her face. Yeah. Um, And it's just like you're like waiting for is any happen. sign yeah. that... And there is like that moment where Austin's looking at her and like the her nose, nose is twitching, but it turns out it's like the fly that comes out of her nose. Yeah. But yeah, he's like just looking for any signs that she is still alive. Yeah. yeah. Which like by that point, they've opened up the whole thing. I was going to oh, say because... Alarming. Like, yeah, like they had... Uh, there was no... 
like rigor mortis in the joints and that was like a huge thing Mm -hmm. because she if she had been dead for like however many hours why are her joints still so mobile yeah yeah um but her eyes are clouded over like she's been dead for a month for a long time yeah Yeah, Yeah. there's a lot of inconsistencies which was interesting Uh, it was was interesting it leaves a lot of mystery while still answering a decent amount of questions yeah okay so no to the Bechdel test Russo no no um Mako Mori no no um yeah, no, it's most mostly dudes. Mostly dudes. The only real female representation is a a, a nude corpse. Uh-huh. And um but a she, girlfriend that's in like three scenes total? Yeah, but the nude corpse wins. Well, sure. It's listen, it's not about winning or losing. Yeah. But sometimes it is. Yeah, I was curious if uh cuz like I feel like that would be so easy to just get like a a mannequin. Yeah. Like a hyper-realistic doll. Mm-hmm. Um, like a real doll. Like a real doll. But uh-huh. it's it's like it's not... Like a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it... Um, but it, it looked at times like maybe it was like a mix. Like they like yeah. sometimes had something synthetic. Probably for and like then... close-up face shots. Mm-hmm. It was a real human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I feel like even the best... Oh, Real yeah, once you get close no. on that face, you can still, tell. Still don't work, yeah. right? But yeah, I would think so. But then for stuff where she, it's just like, maybe like she's just in the background and like they're not really focusing on yeah. her. Yeah. Or they're uh, opening up her entire uh, torso cavity. Sure, well, yeah. sure, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just taking all the ribs out. They literally held her heart. They did do that. Yeah, cracked her ribs off. Oh, and... God. Oh, guys. Oh, wait, he cut himself puke. on that too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Man, this movie I w- was bonkers. I would recommend this movie to people. The, uh, the, there is some triggering stuff for yeah, sure. Yeah. If uh, cats bother you. Yeah. Ugh. If that whole premise. Um, <laughs> at, at Stanley the was least, played by a good cat named Sydney. Oh, they didn't show like the what happened to the cat. They just yeah. sort of, like, find the cat already fucked up. Yeah, I mean, they do do a thing. They do? He snaps that cat's neck. Oh, yeah. Well, because he kind of had to. And I get that, but, like, that's a thing that's in that scene. That's true. I kind of blocked it out. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if they show it, but they definitely uh, play a sound. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah. implied. Um, but that cat's name is Sydney in real life. Dang. Cats are so good. Cats are good. Don't hurt cats. No. Who does that? What kind of monster hurts a cat? Why would a witch hurt a cat? I don't know. That is the real question. That seems peculiar. That does yeah. seem peculiar. Just um, befriend it. Be, make it your familiar. familiar. Yeah. yeah. Um, Damn. I'm going to go eat a drumstick. That sounds incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Blood Sisters is produced by all three of us. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at bloodsistersmedia at gmail.com. We're on Facebook as Blood Sisters Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at Drunken Scared. That's uh, it. Goodbye. Leave.